New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. No idea what's going on around here. <laughs> uh, we got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com from Brianna. Hey, Brianna. We're talking about the stores are locking up more and more things. It used to just be the big cities. It's getting into the suburbs now. Uh, Brianna says, I recently went to buy a three-pack of thermal undershirts for my husband. Thermal undershirts. They were locked up. And an employee had to get them out for me and walk them up front for me. I had to wait until I was done shopping for everything in order to be escorted to the front of the store to buy three thermal See, shirts. It's not even oh. fun to go shopping anymore. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, so we'll all stay home uh, or, or get it delivered. Or uh, so. uh, by the way, we, we are we are checking the tape. Uh, there are a lot of you that uh, believe uh, that uh, that uh, our pressure cooker contestant, after taking a moment under the question of on what cable news channel will you find Neil Cavuto, did not say pass as we said she did, but said Fox. Oh, I oh it, I I thought she said Fox too, and for some no. reason when you were going over it. I thought you said she said Fox. That's so weird. Mm. That that's so, weird. so the official thing on the tape was Fox. So Close it enough. sounded like yeah. pass or Fox. Close enough. Yeah. So that gives her five, right? And she gets the Seinfeld ticket. Yay! Don't worry, we got two more chances for you to win at eight and nine AM. <laughs> Let's talk to Steve Mickelson. Live from Las Vegas, Nevada, and mixpicks.com. Two K's in mix, two K's in picks. Mix picks. .com. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. morning. What a weekend, Steve. Four ah. games. Three of them were excellent. We're going to start last night. You and I, Steve, are uh, old enough to remember the original Wide Right. That's back on January 27th of 1991. The Buffalo Bills, the same Buffalo Bills that were in the game last night. Well, not the same players, the same franchise. I hope not. <laughs> uh, we're playing the New York Giants in Super Bowl 25. The Bills are down 20 to 19. There's eight seconds left. Scott Norwood, kick a field goal, you win the Super Bowl. Remember, this is that time where the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls in a row. 47-yard field goal, and he booted it wide right. And Scott Norwood was a a villain forever in in Buffalo. Buffalo went to four straight Super Bowls, lost every one of them. Oh, that sucks. Last night, the Bills were down three. They're driving into Chiefs territory. They deploy Tyler Bass, the new Scott Norwood. For a 44-yard game-trying tie. So it's high, you tie the game, and in, and in the playoffs, you play until it's over. There's no ties. You need to play as many overtimes as you have to. Minute 47 left in the fourth quarter, and Bass sent the ensuing kick. Wide right. No. Ouch. No. The Chiefs run out the clock and go to their sixth straight AFC championship Oh, that game. poor guy. Oh, no. What do you think about the whole thing last night, Steve? Yeah, it, uh, you know, the two words no one wants to hear in Buffalo is wide right. Big difference, though. <laughs> one was to win a Super yeah. Bowl game because if he had made it, they would have won and had won one of those four straight appearances. Last night was just to tie it, send it into overtime in hopes that they had won it. But it was a great game. Uh, you know, the Bills, Chiefs always are. Those teams are so evenly matched up. And, uh, you know, we had great football all weekend, and even the game that wasn't close, the Texans-Ravens, that game was tied at halftime, 10-10, so it was just the second half that the Texans' weaknesses showed up. The uh, the, the the call on uh, on uh, on Bass's kick was, was great by Jim Nance, uh, you know, because he said wide right, two words, I forget how he said it, but, you know, nobody in Buffalo wants to hear. But you're absolutely right, Steve. It's vastly different between – 
undeniably winning the Super Bowl. It's over if Norwood makes that kick in 1991. This ties the game with a minute 47 left. You're going to give Patrick Mahomes the ball back. There's no guarantee that they would have gone on to win. It's a fun little story, but it's radically different. But this is this game, speaking of Mahomes, continues. His undaunting ability to beat Josh Allen and and the Bills, even on the road, first time he ever played on the road and the first time he ever won on the road. And he's got to go on the road again next weekend. We'll talk about that later. Um, but what, do you, what, who, what what stood out yesterday? Was it was it Mahomes is it's great, the Chiefs are better, did the Bills screw it up? Overall, what was your impression? Well, a big part was Kelsey, you know, had a couple of touchdowns, and, and the Chiefs didn't seem to really drop the big passes. Um, and, and not making excuses, but the Bills, Gay, their linebacker, was out for that game, injury, Gabriel Davis, wide receiver, was not out. And, again, injuries are a part of football. But there were a couple of key injuries for the Bills that showed up in last night's game. But, again, great game. That's why you can never, even though all season we've been saying, look, the the Chiefs aren't as explosive. You know, they're middle of the road in scoring this year. They never hit the big plays. As long as you have Patrick Mahomes, you can never count that team out. Now, I had an interesting take this morning, Steve. Uh, somebody uh, posited that the Buffalo Bills, this this version with Josh Allen, they, they keep they keep having these great seasons. They keep getting to the playoffs, and they don't get it done. And somebody said they're the AFC version of the Dallas Cowboys right now. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think it's fair. And, and to be honest with you, I really thought McDermott was going to be fired you know, what were we, a week 10, something like that, before the Bills went on the hot streak in order to get into the playoffs. It still wouldn't shock me. I don't think they will make a coaching change, but it really would not shock me if they make a coaching change. And if you remember, you and I were talking about it because I like that as a landing spot for Harbaugh. I think that would be incredible for him to go to Buffalo. But, you know, most likely they're not going to make a, a change there. Um, the differences between Buffalo and Dallas is I think Dallas's wounds are much more self-inflicted with Jerry Jones having to call all the shots. And many of us just believe they'll never win with Jerry Jones doing everything for the Cowboys. The Bills, just a very, very good team, very talented team, just can't win that big game. All right, so we got the Chiefs. Uh, they will be playing uh, for the right to go to the Super Bowl yet again. Uh, this weekend, and they will be playing against uh, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Now they got to go into Baltimore again. I'm missing something about Baltimore, Steve, and, and I'm going to need you to straighten me out more when we do the the mixed pick sports show at, at at 10 a.m. We can dive deeper into these these things. Um, everybody has basically handed the Super Bowl to the Baltimore Ravens, and by everybody, I mean sports media, social media, etc. Yeah, they're the number one seed in the AFC. They had a convincing victory, although, like you said, it was tied 10-10 at halftime, and then everything fell apart for the Houston Texans on, on Saturday. Uh, are, 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 are you convinced the Ravens are that dominant? Let's start with that game. They clearly, look, they were, they, were, they were at halftime. They were tied with the Texans, a really surprisingly great team this year. And they came out and just destroyed them, what, 24-0 in the second half. Are, are they that good? They are a very good team, and they've risen for their opponents the entire season. I mean, they, they blew out the 49ers. They blew out the Lions. So they've already faced those teams. But for me, I, I still – Debo Samuel really worries me because they list him as 50-50 on being able to go on Sunday. But if if you take the 49ers and you make them healthy, I'm still not convinced the Ravens are better than the 49ers even though the Niners have been showing some weakness to their game, 
I've felt the entire season the Niners were the best team in the NFL. And, you know, put Lamar Jackson down 10 points. I don't see him as a quarterback who can bring a team back and win that game. So the Ravens are the best team in the AFC, and everyone's saying they're the best team in the NFL. I'm just not fully buying into it. I still like that healthy 49er team. So it, it, for, so they're number one on the on the power rankings, uh, or they're number two on your power rankings for the NFL. But in the AFC, you just said they're number one. Do you give – I mean, Patrick Mahomes is on the Chiefs. You always have a chance. The initial preview in your mind – of Sunday's AFC Championship game, do you give do you give the Chiefs a a better than fighting chance? No chance. They're going to win. What do you think? I think they'll be in it because you know Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Right now, the Ravens are a three and a half point favorite, but this Ravens team is dominant. I mean, they got a great pass rush. They got a really good defense. You know, Lamar Jackson keeps defenses honest because he's able to run the ball as well as throw the ball. They are a really good football team. And if they win the Super Bowl, you know what? I'll, I'll give them, hey, they were the best team in the NFL this year. I'm just not that convinced of it. And, again, anytime you give Patrick Mahomes the football and a shot to win the game, I'm not betting against them. All right, maybe we can have a little fun argument here before I move over to the NFC. Don't we have to say whoever wins the Super Bowl is the best team in the NFL? I mean, isn't that the point? I mean, I mean don't don't you have to acknowledge? You said if they win the Super Bowl, you'll say that. Well, that's what we're going to say about whoever wins the Super Bowl, aren't we, Steve? Um, no, the team that wins the Super Bowl is not necessarily the best team in the NFL. They were the best team on that day, and they had a great playoff run, and and they absolutely, hopefully, are the best team. But what? the best team does not always win. I knew this would wake Dawn up. That's why. That's why that's I brought so it up. So confusing to me. Maybe it's because I'm just not. You know, the in and out, the day-to-day, like you all are. To me, it's like, okay, so th- that just takes away from what they accomplished. Then why is the Super Bowl even such a big deal? Why does it even matter if you're really not the best? I mean, that's, abs- I, for, that's absurd to me. That That is like a- every time which we have with this show, we've won. Oh, well, I guess we've just been lucky every time we come out and we win and we're really not the best. I don't know. Like, that's just yeah. so crazy to me. Okay, let me throw this scenario at you because we saw what the Packers did to the 49ers. Let's say the Packers ended up having beat the 49ers and Tampa Bay, who was giving Detroit quite a challenge in that game too, had won. Both teams are 9-8. and eight. The winner would have gone to the Super Bowl. And let's say early on in that game something happens and there's an injury or just even without an injury, but somehow – Tampa Bay or Green Bay had gone on and beaten the AFC opponent in the Super Bowl. Are you really going to try to tell me a 9-8 and eight team is the best team in the NFL? I'm going to tell you because they overcame and they actually beat a team that thought they were so great and they actually weren't as great as actually we thought they were because, I don't know, as you all say, let's look at their schedule. Their schedule, they played a bunch of terrible teams. So And I mean, they were 9-8. and eight. So they may have been the best team on that day, but they played all these teams. They were nine and eight through the course. Then the, of the Super season. Bowl needs to quit mattering. People <laughs> need to quit getting excited about it. All the NFL players need to quit getting excited about it. <laughs> Do not celebrate your win, whoever you are this year of the Super Bowl, because you're not the best. You just happen to win that day. Weird. That's so weird. Let's go to that NFC uh, matchup, Steve, uh, because uh, the first of all, let's start uh, Saturday night. 
Uh, I mentioned earlier on the show that I don't think you and I have texted each other uh, on a weekend as much as we did this weekend. That 49ers game, it was it was heart attack inducing for many people. Uh, they needed a fourth quarter comeback. They held off the Packers 24-21. Uh, yes, Debo Samuel went down. Uh, right now, last I report I heard is he's questionable for this weekend. We'll get to this weekend in a minute. Um, but for a lot of Niner fans, in fact, I saw I saw a story here. The headline. We won't get into it, but. San Francisco 49ers need to fix their mistakes fast. A lot of people are saying the Niners, Brock Purdy did not look great until he until the very end. I'll give him credit. That, that run on that final drive was a very big uh, deal. Um, but a lot of people are really nervous about the 49ers after that performance. Should they be? Uh, yeah, that, that wasn't a good uh, game in any way. I, I know it was raining and the ball was wet and everything, but... Brock Purdy did not look good at all. Yes, he stepped up late in the game, but he was missing throws. He he just it was kind of like okay, this is more why he's Mister Irrelevant. There's a certain point I'm watching that game going. He's playing for his job here. If he goes down and loses this game with the way they look, you got to believe the 49ers bring in competition next year to compete for that job. He found a way to win, which is what all great athletes do. And I was so glad that they did. I've never rooted for the 49ers that hard in my entire life. I'm not a 49ers fan. I really don't care for the team. But, man, I was really rooting for them. But hats off to Jordan Love and the Packers. They played great in that game. Uh, Jordan Love really turned it around the second half. And uh, they had the 49ers, you know, on the ropes. I think and we're able to put them away, and big win for the 49ers. The, the Packers are going to be something to reckon with next year. Now, the, the back to the 49ers. First of all, why why were you rooting for the Niners so hard? Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, if the Buccaneers had beat the Lions, as the scenario I gave Don, the Packers playing the Buccaneers, two nine and eight teams playing, the winner yeah. goes to the Super Bowl. It's like no one's going to have any interest. You might as well hand the AFC team you know, the Super Bowl trophy, because neither of these teams are, you know, great teams. They've finished the season strong. They're playing well when it came time for the playoffs. But, you know, if one of those teams then went on to win the Super Bowl, again, sorry, neither of those two teams would have been the best team in the NFL, even though they won the Super Bowl. And I don't think anybody wanted to see 9-8 and eight versus 9-8, and eight, no. a winner going to the Super Bowl. True. Um, now, Steve, what I saw and a lot of people wrote about is that Brock Purdy, he looked, and, and he should, by the way. I mean, he's still learning. He looked young. He looked nervous. He looked rattled. Oh. Now, as a fan after the fact, I'm glad he went through it. He learned about what it feels like, and, and he'll get better. But that that – do you agree with that assessment? Because I saw a lot of man. He's just he just cannot get this together. Absolutely, he overcame. He was able to get through it. You're going to have those days that you don't have your best stuff. You got to find a way to win. I thought it was a great learning experience for him. I'm glad to see that he went through it. I'm also glad to see the 49ers, you know, go through that as well and and still find a way to win because I think those are the moments that help your team build and become the great team that they have the potential to be. So, and no doubt after that game, we already knew this, but you keep saying it over and over again. The best player, the, the, the player that cannot get injured is Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely. He, he to me is the heart and soul of the Debo Samuel's a big blow to that, that offense because he has to draw double coverage you know, Kittle pretty much has to draw a double coverage. It allows you to go 
Ayuk one-on-one, uh, but Christian McCaffrey can't go down. I, I mean, he is the heart and soul of the 49ers, and uh, without him, they're just they're a good team, not a great team. One of the reasons uh, that a lot of us keep saying they're the best team, the most talented team, is because they have a they have a, an embarrassment of riches. Yes, Debo Samuel's amazing. But he goes down, and you just mentioned it. Brandon Ayuk can step up. Jennings steps up. Kittle steps up. McCaffrey goes down. Nobody steps up. They, they can't. And, and that 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 would be the concern on the on the injury uh, front. So let's get go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, and, and and yeah, I mean Jennings made an outstanding, unbelievable catch oh. in a crucial situation in that last night. I mean on Saturday night to help the 49ers win. And as you said, I mean they have the depth. That's the reason I like this team so much is they can suffer a couple of injuries here and there and overcome it. It's just, you know, no one can can overcome, you know, basically who could be the league MVP in Christian McCaffrey and still expect to overcome it and not miss a beat. So the other NFC game, uh, I think, Steve, uh, there were there were more people in Northern California, Northern Nevada rooting for the Detroit Lions than ever before <laughs> solely because they want to see two things. One, your team finally win. Oh. You're beloved by the Maggot Army, oh and of course, gosh. to see our teams play each other. But let's start with Sunday. You, you and I were texting early in the morning uh, about: uh, Are you nervous? Are you excited? Uh, you, I think that was the longest four hours of your life between the time we started texting and when the game uh, finally started. You, uh, you sent me a picture of your wall of TVs, uh, and. Uh, before we get That's to the game, great. Steve, what was your experience? Because oh, I've got all your texts going back and forth, but what was your overall experience watching that game? Oh. It, I loved it. I had that pessimistic side that just kept rising up throughout the game. Of, <laughs> oh, here we go again. I, I will tell you, though, is if they had found a way to lose and lost that game, I wouldn't have been devastated. I was just the first playoff win, like I said, in the time that, that uh, I've been married um, was so huge. I, it, it it pretty much made my season. Anything now is is a bonus. I still, you know, I didn't want them to lose because it's like, gosh, we're such a much better team than the Buccaneers. But but another thing that just really stood out to me, and my wife and I were talking about this last night, is uh, I, I cannot express my appreciation loud enough to all the support, all the fans, all the listeners and all of that who have really got behind the Lions. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. It, it, It's incredible if you think about it. Uh, And and I do want to thank them for their support and all that. I do realize most all of them are 49er fans, and thank you for your support to this point. And I fully understand you supporting the 49ers this weekend. I do appreciate but, uh, the, I appreciate, Steve, that both you and I, though, went through similar experiences, and we were texting each other the whole time. It wasn't until the very end where both of us could breathe over our teams. and we, it, was, it was hard attack central with both of those games. Oh, oh no, no doubt. And going in, like I, I texted you, okay, because I'm a bowler. I grew up bowling. You know, I got the I got the first nine. We're entering the tenth frame here. I need three more strikes for a three hundred. You know, I got yep. we we got one right there yesterday, <laughs> and uh, that that was kind of my analogy. Okay, let's get it done. I got three to go. 
It's been outstanding, and let's see what we can do. So, okay, so this Sunday at three thirty, your Detroit Lions will travel to Santa Clara and play my Forty uh, ers This is fabulous. If uh, if they're not Forty ers fans, I already know everybody's rooting against me. I got it. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. We're all you're all pro Lions. That's that's cool. Now, to that point, I made, I referenced this earlier. Detroit has only been to the NFC Championship game once before after the nineteen ninety one season. Niners have a record nineteen of them. So the, yeah, you've had enough. There's a there's a <laughs> There's a you've had enough thing. There's also this expectation of excellence in San Francisco in the Bay Area where it's like there, there's only one thing that matters every every year. But it's kind of mean if the Niners go ahead and beat them. Yes. How can you do that to, yes. the, Niners, Absol- to the Lions? Absolutely. It's, it's mean to go out and, and win your game. Um, Steve, I, look, as a Niner fan, I'm not I am not like overly confident. I'm not I'm not strutting around here. I, I think uh, the, the, the Lions head coach, uh, Roseanne Soup, as we call him around here, Dan Campbell. <laughs> Uh, is extraordinary. I think the Lions have that Cinderella story thing, the momentum thing. Not thrilled with the Niners' performance uh, on uh, on Saturday. And I know you're going to go the other way because, as you said, you're eternally pessimistic about your, your Detroit Lions. But And I, I'm sure you feel the same way. If the Lions lose Sunday, eh, it was a successful season. I mean, what a great ride, et cetera. But are you giving your team a chance? Actually, I am. I, I watched the way the Packers ran the ball against this 49ers team, which really surprised me. I mean, Aaron Jones goes for over 100 yards against them. I believe the Lions have a better rushing attack than the Packers do. And if they can find a way to be successful running that football, the, I believe the Lions absolutely will be in this game to the end because everything the Lions do on offense is built around that running game, and the games that they have struggled has been when they have not been able to run it. And I, prior to really Saturday night, did not think the Lions would have success running the ball. But watching what the Packers did, that gave me a, gave me hope. Do I think the Lions will win? No. But do I think the Lions have a chance? Absolutely. <laughs> and just that, that oh. thought that, Wow, the, the Lions could actually possibly go to the Super Bowl is no, incredible. No, and, and, you know, they Stop played it. in the NFC Championship game one other time in 91. Man, I want to say that they were down like 35 nothing at halftime. I mean, that game was never, never even close. I believe Washington put up over 50 points in that game. And uh, so while they did get there, it was over quick. You know, earlier this morning I said if the, if the Niners have to lose to somebody, I would want it to be the, the Lions because I love Steve and, and the story and all that. But as you were describing the possibility of the Lions running the ball and the, Lions, oh. and the Niners losing, and I was allowing myself to be in the moment. I, I'm nauseous now at the, at the, very, <laughs> at the very thought of, of, of But it'll of be that. so joyful because it's the Lions. It will not be joyful Steve. for 49er fans. <laughs> no. Yeah, you've been there. In the uh, after. Yeah, you got the question you got to ask Rob is, is, let's say the Lions do go on and win that game. Woo-hoo. Is he going to watch the Super Bowl? I mean, he has to, obviously, with what he does. But on the on the whole, will yeah. he even really enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's in the afterglow. You know, I get over these things pretty pretty quickly. But the problem the problem is, Steve, and Don just alluded to it. Oh yeah, Niner fans have been there. Well, first of all, Niners haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994. Second of all, depending on what age you are, part of the problem of of being there as both a fan, a player, or whatever else, you know what you're missing. You know what it's like. You know how great it feels to win. Steve has no idea. I don't think Steve and his fan and his and fan base can handle it. It, it because it's 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 
it, it, we're we're used to it. We 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 handle it. You got to look at it like things like that here. But the Niners have been so close from over the past ten years. They've mm-hmm. gotten close a handful of times yep. and still haven't gotten there. So if you lose to the Lions, I think it might sting a little more. And yeah, but- yeah and they got there once back with Harbaugh and lost. You know, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, but everything you're saying, the Lions, the Lions haven't experienced at all. Right. You, when you say you haven't, so, you haven't been yeah. there since the '90s. Boo hoo, right. you! They haven't been hey, at all. You want the guy who's never done surgery to do surgery on you? He's out of he's out of med school. He's 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 qualified. Now, or do you want the guy who's actually done it a record number of times? If and when, when or if I don't know, I'm conflicted, Steve, because my husband he's a lifelong Niner fan. But I I just I I also love you and and your Lions. It's such a great story. So Rob, if they do win, if or when. Well, you're going to root for them in the Super Bowl, right? Absolutely. The Lions? Absolutely. Yeah, they, yes. The, yes. Yeah. yes. But, the, I mean, we're in fantasy land now. I mean, Mr. <laughs> Rogers really? is bringing the trolley we're around. We're in fantasy <laughs> land. They shouldn't even be here right now, according to right, That's Steven exactly right. the history of the Lions and everything. That's right. I mean, they, they don't belong. God. They do not belong at the big kids' table. <laughs> and, and, Don, rolling on that, if the Lions were to win the Super Bowl, I would be ecstatic. Oh. But I don't think I'd ever tell you that the Lions were the best team in the NFL. <laughs> All right, Steve, I will talk to you at 10 a.m. when we launch the Mixed Picks Daily Sportscast on Rad TV, on the app, and on uh, in Sacramento, 104.7 FM, 890 AM. Uh, so uh, go get to work. I'll talk to you in a couple hours, man. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. That is uh, Steve Mickelson from MixPicks.com and The Enemy. Uh, 2Ks in Mix, 2Ks in Picks, MixPicks.com. Uh, the Daily Sports Show starts this morning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, on the app. And in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.